Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. My name is Don Stott. I am a father who experienced estrangement from one of my adult children firsthand. Welcome to Beyond the Pain, a place where parents of estranged adult children can find peace and healing. In each episode, I hope to share stories that'll help you through some of your darkest hours. To bring this out of the shadows and stop being ashamed. Then to build you up and inspire you to love yourselves even more. Hello, I want to start by reminding you that I am not a therapist or a doctor. I'm just a guy who's been there and wants to help you have a life past our estranged children. If you need mental help coping with this or have thoughts of hurting yourself or someone else, please seek professional help. Hi guys, it's me. I am here to um, have my first, well, not my first episode on YouTube, but my um, first real full episode to talk about anything serious. So um, thank you for joining me. I appreciate it. I'm still working on some stuff. doesn't look quite as good as I'd like it to, but I figured I'd bring this to you and we could uh, see how things go. So anyway... Um, so today I want to do something a little different. I want to kind of just have a conversation, um, albeit one-sided, um, conversation to see how, see if you've thought about some questions. In, in talking to a number of people, being part of the Facebook group, I've come to realize, and going through it myself, I've come to realize that you know, there's some questions that we need to we need to ask ourselves. It's hard to do that when you're in the thick of it, when you're in the middle of all the yuck that's going on in your in your head and in your brain. But I think it's important. So if we can take a step back for just a second, ask ourselves some honest questions. You know, I may not hear your responses, but if you choose to share them with me, feel free to jot them down and shoot me an email. I'll give you the email address here in a little bit, and it'll be in the description below. So just feel free to jot them down and shoot them to me, or just have them to look at yourself. So that's really the most important thing for you to, I think take an honest look at some of these questions that you may not be able to think of right now. Some of you that have been going through this for a while 
probably some of this is old news, but I think it's relevant to, to, to revisit from time to time as well. So one of the things I've noticed is you can, you can look back at some of your younger life and see how it maybe has affected your, your life growing up and your children's life, you know, and see, see if you can find any, any stories that you haven't thought about with that. So one of the questions I would ask is, how was your life growing up when you were young, when you were your uh, younger self with at home with your parents or parent or whoever your guardians were? How was that? For me, I had a, I have two older brothers, a sister, obviously my mother, um, my father who I'll touch on in a few minutes really wasn't part of my life um I did have an uncle and those are really my core my my the family I was around all the time my brothers and I did not get along my sister and I we got along a little when when I was younger but you know, as we've gotten older, we've gotten closer, but, you know, my mother worked two to three jobs, so she was definitely a mom that was, she just wasn't able to be there. You know, she's a single mom taking care of us, and, you know, we were... Two of the three of us, or I should say three of the four of us, was uh, uh, difficult children. I like to think that I was the angel. But um, anyway, so so that's kind of like, kind of how my home life was growing up. So take a look back at yours. See, see, what, it, see what it seems like, you know? Um the other thing that I've noticed, and not all the time, but are, but, but that seem to be themes quite a bit, were whether or not your parents, your actual biological parents, or maybe some of your adoptive parents, were they together the whole time you were growing up? Mine were not, obviously. I just explained that. Um, I don't remember much about my dad couple of memories when i was real little and then you know when i was 17 remember getting the the um phone call back then so that was a number of years ago um that he had passed away so i never really knew him I have pictures, and I knew of him, and I knew stories, a few stories, but I never really knew him, and he never made the effort, so, and I so desperately wanted 
my kids not to have that. And, and they really didn't. Um, I, I was in their life, or I am in their lives. Um, my son, who did become estranged, there were times that, uh, you know, growing up, I think normal teenage stuff, that made it difficult for us to connect, but I wouldn't say anything out of the out of the ordinary, at least not that I was aware of at the time. So, um, but you know, I really wanted my relationship to my kids to be different. That's kind of what drove me with my not knowing my father and not having that relationship with him. So. That kind of drove me, um, and sometimes that worked well, and sometimes that kind of backfired. So, and that's my my little take on on you know my growing up, my my young younger years. Um, now, when we talk about estrangement. Many of us, I mean, I know I, hadn't really heard about it before it happened to me. I really had no idea what was going on. I just thought my child was being a jerk, you know? Um, and I, I had no idea. I thought it, like all of us, or like almost all of us, I thought I was the only one. Until I started finding others and finding my own voice, I really had no idea. So, did so? My question is in that, did any of you have any signs looking back on it now? I mean, I do now, now that I know a few things, but. Did you have any signs that this might happen looking back? Um, with me, my son spent the majority of his time, his younger life, at least after me and his mother separated, he spent a few years with her, but then the majority of it he spent with me and um, my current wife and looking back on it she would always tell me when I was in communication with my ex she would always tell me that she's reached out she's tried to call she's done this she's done that and in the same breath whenever my son would talk to me about it and I never pushed about that but whenever he would talk to me about it, he says she, she never calls, she never writes, you know, she never anything. So now looking back at it, it just makes me wonder. I will never have that answer. But it does make me wonder if, if it happened then and I just wasn't aware. So it, it, did you guys see anything? Did you guys notice anything back in looking in hindsight that, this could have happened. Um, obviously, I've already touched on the fact that I was not with 
um, my ex-wife at the time. So how many of you were separated or how many of you were with, uh, with both parents together? I've seen it both ways. I've seen a lot of people in the group that I'm in and people that I've talked to, I've seen them, well, we're still together and he, he or she shuns both of us. Or I've seen where you're separate and he talks to one parent and not the other parent. So just something to, something to ponder. I'm sure you already have if you're in that situation. Um, it, now for me, I had no idea until I reconciled with my son, which I did a couple years ago, about a year before COVID hit in 2019. So, um, we reconciled in 2019. So, do you currently have any idea why that happened? Why the estrangement took place? I know a lot of us don't. A lot of us just get cut off. Just, you're done. I'm not talking to you. And you're done. And we never hear again. But what about you? Do you have any idea why that happened? And on that same breath, regardless of whether or not you know, what have you been doing to cope with it? I mean, there's a lot of people who do much different things. And there's no right and wrong answer. Some people volunteer. Some people um, take up different hobbies. Some people take in their neighbor's kids, kind of treat them as their own or their grandkids or or whatever. I had that situation, actually. A, A very dear friend of mine had a child in the middle of this estrangement. And... I was very close with them until they moved away. And it it kind of helped me to have a have an outlet for the for the grandpa, you know, because my son did have a uh, does have a daughter. So I have a granddaughter. Um so that helped me, but you know, a lot of people do many different things. So what what's something that works for you? If you don't know, then find something that works for you. Find something that can keep you occupied. Find something that gives you a purpose. I know many, many, many of us are completely, our worlds are completely wrapped up in our kids. And there's nothing wrong with that. But now what do you do? So find something that gives you you purpose again. So that's my, my suggestion. Now, I have heard a lot of different stories about where family members might have Uh, might have helped in the estrangement, like 
like kept you apart from your estranged child or your child. Um, sometimes it's sometimes it's even husband and wives who are still together, which is, has to be incredibly difficult. Sometimes the child will talk to one parent but not the other one. And I, I just, that's got to be difficult. Sometimes it's sisters or aunts or uncles or grandparents. So did you have or do you have a family member that is helping keep you guys apart? No one can really put you back together besides you two. I mean, you can't rely on a third person to do that. That, just in my opinion, is not going to work. The person, both you and your child, has to be ready to make that step. And if you're not, then no third person is going to help. Perhaps a counselor. But then you'd both have to be seeing that person, I think. Or at least both of you seeing a counselor, in my opinion. But... If it's not family, there could be other outside influences. I mean, there could be, you know, friends. There could be any number of outside influences that that keep you guys apart. So do you have that? If you haven't thought about that, maybe you should. There's, like I said, there's any number of uh, possibilities where that's concerned, so might be something to think about you know and all of us I think have had the situation where someone will ask how's your son how's your daughter it's never a comfortable thing to do so do you do you just gloss over it Hey, they're fine. They're doing their own thing. Do you tell certain people the whole story? Do you do something in between? Whatever it is has to be right for you. You know, whether you gush at every moment for, you know, those people or whether you don't tell anybody anything or whether you tell them, you know, they don't talk to me. I don't talk to them and leave it at that. Whatever works for you. But like I said, I, I know that most of us have had that situation come up and it's it's very hard to deal with. So next. Emotions. I found when I was estranged with my son and ergo my granddaughter um, that was very that was it was very difficult I went through all the gamuts of emotions sometimes sometimes it was just absolute pain and grief sometimes it I was I remembered good things 
and sometimes I just cried. It was particularly difficult because I really wanted to be close to my granddaughter. So it was particularly difficult for me when I would see what appeared to be grandparents with their grandchild out and about. That, that was really hard on me. So I think you need to allow yourself to experience some of those emotions. Not going to be fun. Promise you that. But I think it's important to whatever level you're at, to whatever you're comfortable with or whatever you're thoughts on the matter are whatever to allow yourself to go through whatever it is you need uh, as far as the emotions go whether it's being angry or like I said just upset sad cry whatever um, I know sometimes for me the emotional pain turned into physical pain I could I could just I was just sick and I never really experienced anything like that before. Not to that degree. So have you experienced any of those things as far as how your emotional pain can turn into physical pain? They say that stress is the number one killer, really. Um, that you know, stress alone can just make you sick. And how much more stress do you have when you're a parent that you're beating yourself up over something that you just don't know what in the heck went on? So I can definitely um, tell you that I experienced that, and a lot of people experience that. And if you have, you know what? It's okay. You have to do what's right for you. I say that all the time. Because this person doesn't experience whatever it is, doesn't mean that, you know, doesn't mean that you don't need to. It's a matter of what's right for you, really. So that's my two cents. And, you know, on another note, because so many of us were just tossed away, most of us have no idea why. I mean, you know, we may have fought with them or whatever at some point. Some of us, it wasn't my experience, but we may have fought with them, but we really have no idea why it happened. So a couple of other questions. Do you think do you think your child just wanted to hurt you? Some of the stories I've heard that's really what it sounds like. They just are mean and wanted to be ugly to their parents. Again, that wasn't my experience, but I've heard that kind of stuff a lot. So I can certainly see where that could be a thing. Um, 
do you think do you think there was really something you did wrong in the past that at least to them justifies this treatment I've always said I don't think unless you were physically mentally or sexually abusive to them that you don't deserve this yes we all make mistakes yes sometimes they're serious mistakes but I don't think it deserves this I think some of this is generational some of it is what things that go on in the world but I don't think any of us deserve that. So so do you think that you really did something wrong to them or is it just something that they're justifying? This next one is probably difficult. I think it's difficult for most people because you don't want to you don't want to say bad things about your child you don't want to make them feel bad at least not initially um, but if they were listening to you right now is there anything that you would want to tell them whether it's good bad ugly whatever it is write that down if you're feeling it and you want them to know it write it down whether you write them an actual pen-to-paper letter or you do it on the computer, put it in a Word document, whatever, whether you send it or not, and I would suggest not sending it. It won't make a difference. In my experience, all the people that I've heard and talked to, it never makes a difference. They have to be ready for it. You can't make them ready for it. They can't make you ready for it. You, you both have to be ready for it. But I would suggest writing the letter. I would suggest if you want to... There's different schools of thought. Some people will write a letter and burn it. And I'm told that it's pretty therapeutic to do that. It kind of releases that. Ugh. and kind of helps you move on. Some people will write the letters and just keep them. That way they can have them later, maybe show them later. This is where I was thinking. This, You know, it, it just depends. So if there's anything you would like to tell them, stop. Take a moment. Pause this video, pause the podcast, if that's how you're listening. Write them down. M write them a letter. Even if it's just a few lines. Y you might find that it's, that it's very helpful. You know, if you listen to my first episode, you'll also know that, um, of the podcast, so... You'd have to go back and listen to the podcast, those who are listening on YouTube. You'd, you would know that I saw a therapist. Um, 
pretty early on, and I was on some medication to try to help because I was having such a hard time. So then this, this question I like to find out is, have you sought out any professional help? Remember, I'm not a professional. I'm just a guy who's been through it, trying to help as many people as I can, but I am certainly not a professional. And everything has to be right for you. But if you're open to it, I would certainly suggest it. But have you thought about that? Have you reached out to a professional? And then why? Or why not? So that's a really good thing to think about. And then whatever is right for you, go that direction. Some people don't need that. I did. And that's just me. You know, you guys may think that one voice can't make a difference. We've heard that a lot in the world about various things. Growing up, oh, I'm just one person. I can't make a difference. What, what does it matter? But I'm here to tell you, I, started the, I helped to start the Facebook group. I started my podcast, and it was, in the beginning, it was, it was just as much for me as it was for you and to help other people, but now it's become a real source of pride, a real positive thing in my life, and... I'm, I'm looking to do more and more. So I say that. You may not think that your voice matters, but it does. If you talk to someone, if you start your own podcast, YouTube channel, whatever, support group somewhere, even if it's a local one, if you have one person in there, they know they're not alone. That's going to be huge. It's going to be huge. You never know who you're going to run into that is going through it. It is it, it is all throughout the world, really. I have people on my podcast from many countries, many walks of life, it's not just you. It's not just here. It's not just here. It's all over. So you've been through it. You've been through, wh whether you're just starting out or you've been doing it for years, you have some advice you could give. Like I said, you never know where you're going to run into. I went through for my podcast. I picked um, music that I liked. And it was, you know, it was a free open source um, place where you could get good music. 
the one that you heard in the beginning of this, the one that I chose just just connected. So I wanted to reach out to the person who who made it so that I could, if I did get to a point where I could monetize the podcast or get sponsors or anything like that, I started making money. I wanted permission from that person to do that. So I, I reached out, I emailed them. I found the, the information on YouTube, his information on YouTube, and he's in another country, I can't remember. But I explained the situation. I said, hey, this is what what I'm using it for. I just want your permission just in case things take off and whatever. The gentleman emailed me back, said that he had been going through an estrangement with his son. What are the chances? All of the hundreds of songs that I choose, that I could have chosen, this one is related. I mean, the gentleman who does it has a connection to estrangement. So I was dumbfounded. I really was. I, I was just in awe for days. So you never know when you might run across somebody who is going through this. He obviously gave me permission. He was very thankful that I was doing it. It was such a heartwarming thing. So don't be afraid to give advice or just put your experience out there. You never know who it might help. You know, I've heard other people talk about their experiences and they actually end up with some positive things that happen. I know that can be hard to believe, but has there been anything in your life after this estrangement? Any positives that comes out of this dark, dark place you've been in? For me, it's this. It's connecting with you guys. It's doing the Facebook group, the podcast, now the YouTube channel. All of that has been a positive thing for me. Whether I make money on it or not, I don't care, really. I just did it because I wanted to help people. That's it. So has there been anything positive that comes out of this? Write it down. Remember it. It's, it's, it's hard to remember every day, but perhaps if there has, you can put a reminder of that somewhere for yourself so that you just remember it. So I really hope that this has touched some of you. I hope that the YouTube channel and the 
podcast is what you're looking for, please do me a favor and hit that subscribe button. Make sure you share the YouTube channel and the podcast if you know anyone who is going through it or you happen to happen happen to um, run into someone who you, you find out is going through it. Please share it. Like I said, it's 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 a it's a labor of love, and I just want to be out there to help as many people as I can. Feel free to email me. If you want to share your story, want to be a guest on the podcast or the YouTube channel, I can do that too. Um, just email me at beyondthepainpodcast at gmail.com. And most importantly, I want you to please remember, please remember to live beyond the pain. Talk to you guys later. Have a good one. Save big money now on new siding from LP Smart Side at Menards. Update and beautify your home with your choice of 13 timeless colors of pre finished engineered siding. It's durable and includes a Sherwin Williams factory finish paint warranty that means no painting for years to come. View our entire selection of siding from LP Smart Side today. And don't forget to check out our flyer on menards.com for all the great deals happening now. Save big